Hello, everybody. This is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this is the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. And we are actually coming to you with a very special episode of this podcast. And that is Cliff is getting caught up on all Grey's Anatomy. Which is really kind of bothering me. To explain to me why it's bothering you. Because I've been trying to get you to watch it with me from the beginning. And all you keep saying to me is, I, I like this show so much. The show is great. I love this show. And have I ever steered you, have I ever given you bad advice before? No, I mean. So why didn't you take my advice back in, you know, March of 05 and watch the show? Well, I, I to be honest with you, I had no interest in television back then. At all. That's not true. We were watching... No, I was watching Lost. (laughs) Exactly. I I didn't even start watching Lost when it came out. I didn't start watching Lost until the end of season one. I know. I just had no interest in in drama television. It's just... I, I had my computer stuff that I was doing at the time. I had poker that I was playing with my friends. That's what you were doing all the time. I was playing poker you all the time. You were playing poker all the time. But, uh, you know, the thing is is, is, is that there it just, back then, TV did not interest me. And with the, when I got into Lost, it really brought out a lot of enjoyment. I, the thing is, is before, honestly, before, um, the before this all came out, I mean, Lost and and Heroes and Grey's Anatomy. I mean, TV was horrible. I mean, do you remember? I mean, it used to be TV was, you know, a little bit of this, and every now and then you would have something like. And who could forget? But none of those are bad shows. I mean, everything you've just chosen right now. No, seriously, I know. But the situation is that all of these shows were like, they were great shows, but... And you were watching Alias. I was watching Alias. I had Alias, and and I had a couple other things that, that I enjoyed, and most of it was science fiction television, but I just really wasn't interested in picking up like these serious shows that you you have to keep following and stuff like that. I just didn't think that I had the time to do it. And you and I were having, you know, other things that we did, you know, and, and together, and we didn't need to sit down and watch television together. And now, you know, with with McKenna coming along and, and stuff like that, it, it just really cut down on the time that you and I have alone. Right. You know what? We, we, we just finished watching... Um season one episode two we watched episode one earlier in the afternoon today and i'm watching the episode and i'm telling you um i don't remember ever seeing this episode yeah. I, I don't remember seeing that that i mean obviously meredith carrying around a penis all day is something that i would have remembered <laughs> that was like great television um and if you look right here we've got wikipedia pulled up on the computer and if you look at the date so when Grey's Anatomy first started, they ran on Sunday nights. Uh-huh. Well, do you remember the Sunday night that I had to go to the hospital because they thought I had toxemia? Was that and April I was pregnant 3- with that was that night. So that's why I missed that episode because wow. I was in the hospital praying desperately to have a baby and she didn't come till 2 weeks later, but it's funny because it pulled up and that all clicked in my head. That's why I haven't seen that episode. Exactly. I'm kind of glad that you went back and watched season see, one. See, and you, were, you, you, you have to admit to people, you, you, you didn't want me to enjoy. I didn't. This I didn't. Because Grey's Anatomy was my show. It was something that I could have all to myself. It was my alone time, and now I have to share it. 
Well, you don't have to. I'll, I'll quit watching. No. I, I, I like you watching it with me because you're not giving me a hard time about it anymore. <laughs> I used to give you a really hard time because just in passing, it seemed like it was just all about sex, you know? Premarital not, sex here, premarital sex there. And I, just, I mean, it, 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 the, and just with the little clips that it showed, it was always, you know, it, it, it really, you know, the McDreamy, steamy, you know, all the sexual tension in the show. The, that's really what they tried to sell on commercials. And so that was my only... That's ap- commercials. I mean, I know, everyone... But, I mean, you should know from Lost that commercials are not what they seem. I know. I know. But, but the situation is that... That was that was my understanding of what this show was going to be like, and and that just you know I mean I just wasn't interested in it, and and the fact is is that you know I didn't get around to watching it until when you finally said I'm I want to start a Grey's Anatomy podcast, and I said you know what I think that I would like to go ahead and just watch an episode or two and see if it's something I could possibly be interested in. And so he said that to himself, not to me. Right. (laughs) And and so finally, I told you that. Right. And we pulled up our laptop, went to the Internet, ABC.com. And we watched the five most recent episodes or actually the four most recent episodes at the time. And we watched the fifth one. And then uh, I've been caught up ever Mm -hmm. since with the most recent episodes. And now I've decided to go back and watch the all all of it. I want to be completely (laughs) caught up. With you guys. And so, here's the thing. You're still doing this podcast with Kim. Correct. Okay. But we have permission from Kim to do what we're doing here. Correct. And that is, and it was very important for us to get permission I know. I felt like I, I, I felt like I was, you know, part of the show, having an adulterous affair. <laughs> you thought, Stephanie with says. my husband. I said, Stephanie, I tell you, I, you know, I, I, anybody that has been listening to the Generally Speaking Podcast Network knows that when I'm excited about something, I want to podcast about it. I want to talk about it. I want to share things I'm excited about. And for me to be able to sit down and watch these first two episodes that we watched today and not come in front of a microphone and say something about what I feel, it's impossible for me because I really, the, my whole desire in life is to, to share all things that I enjoy with others and so Grey's Anatomy shocking as it is to me is one of those things that I am thoroughly enjoying so so that's what we're here to do we're we're actually going to come to you and share our journey of Cliff catching up of on all Grey's Anatomy so we're gonna watch episodes and we're gonna come here and give our little thoughts afterwards and, and, of course, that's not going to take away from what you and Kim are doing live immediately following the episodes uh, as they're aired on the new ones. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to being in the background do, just doing my production work. But for now, uh, in between those episodes, we're going to come here and release these uh, in whatever order in the future that, that is appropriate. So today, tonight we're going to start right now with um, episodes one and two. And so let's start with episode one, which we watched this morning. The original date that that aired, I, the pilot aired on March 27th, 2005. And it was uh, directed by Peter Horton, and it was written by Shonda Rhimes, which, by the way, I just started <laughs> listening to the official uh, Grey's Anatomy podcast. That's okay. Right. And uh, let's read the Wikipedia uh, has some article here and uh, articles about each episode. So, Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and read? Can you read that from the you screen? You want me to just 
Yeah, if, okay. if, you, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Um, Meredith Gray is a first-year surgical intern at Seattle Grace Hospital. Um, <laughs> hello, we already knew that. Okay. Um, there, she is introduced to what will become her home away from home for the next seven years, along with fellow interns Christina Yang, George O'Malley, Isabel, Izzy Stevens, and Alex Karev. Um, the first three in Meredith are assigned to resident Dr. Miranda. Bailey. Okay, they have doctor on there twice. <laughs> oh, they do. Doctor, doctor, Miranda. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I paused. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, Stephanie, it's not too hard. Miranda. She's no, but I, to, I totally see it now. She's assigned to the resident doctor, Dr. Miranda Bailey, um, nicknamed the Nazi because of her blunt attitude and strict way of doing things. Um, two attending doctors, Dr. Derek Shepard, a handsome flirtatious man, and Dr. Preston Burke, who is ready to make the interns cry oversee most of the surgical procedures and have the interns follow in their ways um, the chief surgeon is dr richard weber okay uh, be, and, and i'm going to pause right there for just a moment um now when stephanie was introducing the characters to me as i was watching the uh, episodes that were available online she introduced alex karev as the cocky guy right for now, I finally understand what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because in this first episode, he was extremely cocky. He called Meredith a nurse. He did. Oh, my gosh. I, I, thought, he, I thought she was going to punch him. But and she got him. She because did. Because she came back and diagnosed his patient. She did. She knew exactly what was mm -hmm. going on. And that, I, 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 I'm like, go Meredith, you know? And, and I was totally on her side. And um, I'm really excited to see this, that this is a, originally how... How this these relationships were. I know. I'm watching this, and this is nothing how these people are now. Uh, that and that's they what I think is completely changed. That's what's brilliant about the writing of this show <laughs> is that that I I've already actually seen in the last five or six episodes that I've seen things that would have made somebody be as cocky as he was in this first episode. And change to be more like what he is today. You picked the worst time of day to record this because this is like my coffee time. I'm so sorry. I, I really apologize, guys. That's okay. So go ahead and... and so go ahead. You can't breathe without I'll, I'll coughing. I'll do it. Here you go. Let me, <laughs> I got it. Hold okay. on. Well, and, well okay. I'm go ready. ahead. Okay. Yeah. The night before Meredith's first day on the job, she sleeps with Derek, not knowing where he worked. Well, she really shouldn't know his name until the morning. Right. When they woke up. Um, Which there's some of that part that I was afraid yeah. that. See, that kind of stuff, while I'm not going to sit here and harp on it, some people may be actually, I happen to know there are at least uh, hundreds and hundreds of people who are listening to the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast that probably don't listen to all of our other podcasts right. and not even the Weekly Lost podcast that we've been doing for over a year. Uh, what everybody knows from all of our other podcasting that that we do is that I am not. I'm actually just re, um, what do you call it? Uh, resigned from a position yeah. as a pastor so that I could come and do podcasting full time. <laughs> that really sounds that weird. Sound really bad. <laughs> it, here's the situation. I'm a full time insurance agent by career, and I've been involved in ministry uh, for the past ten years. Uh, and w I was an associate pastor of a Nazarene church for a while, and I have been doing uh, pastor of small groups uh, for a period of time, and then I was uh, on the lead team lead team of a small group ministry so within our just church. To make things move faster, we don't really basically you know, the thing is yeah. is that that as a pastor and as a pastor of a Christian church, and with my history, I, obviously I'm I'm somewhat against some of this the open. Um, 
I guess, over glorification <laughs> of okay. some things that are that are against what I believe should be. Okay. But that but one of the things I will tell you, and all of our lost podcast listeners will tell you, is that you don't have to be concerned that Cliff's gonna come here and start preaching to people. Right. I will probably gloss over as much as that and and kind of ignore that. My desire is to look into this show and find the things I do like about it and and harp on those things. Because the the fact is is that I think it's a brilliantly written show. It, it's absolutely Shonda Rhimes is Brilliant. No, I'm no other word. She's brilliant. Okay. So anyway. So anyway, they slept together after beating. And the I bar. totally called it. You know, I did not know the whole how they met, but she, you know, the mm-hmm. the very first words they spoke, I'm like, oh, yeah. So he they, got it right away. So they met at some kind of party. Is they met what at I a bar. And yeah. They met at some kind of party. They hooked up and they had. Said, oh my god! And she doesn't even know that when she gets to the hospital so, yeah. that. She, Oh my god! I'm like, oh, that is too cool. He's totally like a woman watching the show. It's hilarious. Oh, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna pick up. Can I go? Yeah, go. Okay. The next morning, Meredith asked him to leave, only to see him hours later at Seattle Grace. Uh, Meredith is very uncomfortable about the situation because she does not want personal matters to get in the way of her career. Um, Preston asks George to be the first intern to perform a surgical procedure. Um, He does well, but when a small mistake causes the patient to bleed profusely, George freezes and Preston takes over. Um, But not before calling him a pansy. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. And and I I totally... Okay, I see where you're at now. Uh, I totally felt horrible for George. And I'm sitting here thinking, Mm -hmm. how did he recover from this? Because he goes from that... To one failure, to a, I mean, he's. Well, and they I mean, him. you'll see. You George, George is going to have his defining moment here in a couple episodes. Oh, I'm so glad so you'll because see that. But, but I, I'm he sitting is, here he's wondering on this one failure after another after another, and then in a couple episodes, I won't give it away for you, but yeah, but he'll have his shining moment. Well, I felt horrible, and then they called him. Uh, what was it? 007. Oh my gosh! It's like how can they? That is which they just referenced again in season three season three when the whole cat comes out of the bag about um preston's trimmer and um meredith is trying to well, don't s- tell me that because i haven't seen that yet have i i don't recall anything about that okay so, anyway, they referenced it again okay you did know about preston's trimmer because yes i know about that but i don't remember them referencing it again <laughs> i haven't i haven't yet seen an episode regarding okay. that Okay. So um, here, here's the situation. Before we you go on, I want to say something that I didn't know about this whole show's premise that I learned in this first episode. Okay. And that was the competition. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't know that. I thought that these people were just chosen interns to work here. I didn't know that, that they started out um, as, you know, there was, what, 26? Or I can't no, remember. Yeah, no. No. You know, it, but there were it, sixteen, maybe eight of you will choose something. Yeah, eight, but anyway, eight of you will choose something an easier. Um, don't make me feel bad that I didn't go and get the audio clips, okay. babe. Uh, so anyway, I I didn't realize that there was a competition of who was going to win out. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, that is such an added um, angle to this story that just really makes you see the the need and and all the. When Christine, anyway, go ahead and read this okay. because I want to okay. see if it's in here because okay. I, I, I want to mention something and I don't want to blow away before you re- get to it in the Wikipedia. Okay. In another case, um, George makes the mistake of promising a, a wife 
um, the wife of a man who is going to have open heart surgery, that he will be okay. That was the screw up number two. I'm like, dude, I would have quit after that day. However, the condition was worse than what was expected and the man died. Um, Meredith has to deal with a young girl who is having seizures, but the reason is unknown. After Derek asked the interns to research potential explanations, Christina and Meredith find the answer, which that's, it should be Meredith and Christina find the answer. Um, because it was Meredith who, yep. you know, anyway. Um, as a reward, Derek a- asked Meredith to stand in and watch the girl's operation. <coughs> as Stephanie turns to cough, cough, cough. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <clears throat> so, no, I, I don't know where you were. But but, but anyway, yes, I, I think I can finish it up in my own words. Christine is furious because she feels that Derek is playing favorites towards Meredith. Exactly. And so the situation is amazing in that, you know, to see, to know what we know now, I mean, I'm already quite aware that basically Christina and Meredith are going to become, like, best friends. Right, you know that. I know that. And and to see the tension that they started out with, with her making a promise that say, listen, let's work together, uh, and I promise you, I'm not going to scrub in. It, you will get to scrub in on this. <coughs> and then she totally goes silent. And it's like, uh, and she blew it. I mean, she did something that she should not have done. Yet at the same time, you feel like, well, listen. Christina really didn't do anything to help uncover that. So she deserved it. But she made a promise. She right. she 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 gave her word that she was she wasn't interested and she needed to speak that and she didn't. But but Christina after but, the fact no, I think that she was interested in the surgery. She wasn't interested in that Derek was the surgeon. No, she was. She was. She. Uh, so I know, she misrepresented herself. No, she said, "Listen, I, I'm, I'm not interested in scrubbing in because he is the surgeon, and I've slept with him. You know that it, that comes out. And so, but the thing is, is that when she gets the opportunity, she doesn't say anything about not doing it uh, until after the fact, after she feels like a heel for not following through right. with her word. But Christina is an stand up enough person she she has the she has the character of saying listen let's not do all this you know this i, I you know i say this you say that and then we hug and cry and that, you know let's let's just get past well, that i mean i think, I think that think was that, i think that was great it was but deep down christina knows she would have done the same thing well the thing is is she would have done the same thing and not felt bad about it i think yeah and and she she's kind of like you know at least i know you feel bad you know, and but it was cool. I mean, I'm really getting into this. Okay, okay. Preston Ash. Do you want to read? No, I'm done. I read it all. A- after her first day at the hospital, Meredith tells her mother, Doctor Ellis Gray, about what went on. However, Ellis does not understand what Meredith is saying because she has Alzheimer's. Disease. Okay, and so which the- you know, um, the other night on our on our on our show we were talking about how you know meredith can't die because you know obviously the show's named after her which which it is not but uh-huh. you know it does have her name and if you recall in one of these early episodes it was either obviously one or two um richard asked if her mom is taking time off to write another book mm-hmm. i think it's richard who to write another book right so i really think that gray's anatomy is the title of the book that she wrote 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and it, because I had mentioned that, and somebody said no, it's. So, but I, I don't know why that stands out in my head that that is. I know that I she she's got that. she's in charge she's responsible for coming up with but, some procedures that are known after her name. But that's not yeah. But that's but what that's they not, said but, in the episode. Yes, but, they haven't but said I think anything the name the of the book that you wrote. I the know. only thing they said about the book was that Richard said, "Is she writing another book?" Exactly. Not so. Anyway, writing another book, no doubt. Okay, and so obviously we're it's revealed that her mother has Alzheimer's, and nobody else really is is aware of this yet that that works at the hospital. Um, now, as far as the title, right? Nobody knows it, but but um, Meredith because she has been sworn by her mother that she won't tell anyone. Well, I, that's not been made privy to me yet through episodes one or two okay but now i know okay cool you'll find out in like four or five i don't know okay that's cool uh the title reference the title of the first episode was called a hard day's night and uh that's the song the 64 song by the beatles yes just remember all the titles are song Mm -hmm. titles i do realize that now okay and of course it has everything to do with the fact that these people are working for 48 hours i'm sorry i do not have a serious problem with that i do not want a surgeon's hand inside of my belly doing anything or my brain or my brain (laughs) okay i'm a little bit more okay with my belly than my brain (laughs) after you know their 46th hour on duty I'm sorry. That, that's just crazy, and and right. I can't believe that that's or, actually true. That that is happening. I mean, they is. won't let I truck mean, drivers there, do that. There are people. Why won't they let truck drivers? Do? They'll let you operate on somebody's brain or heart, but they won't let you drive on the road. Something's up with that. Go ahead. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, there have been a lot of people in the medical profession who said that this show is very much how things go, and you know, all the all the um. What's it called? The on-call room sex and the uh-huh. relationships behind behind the back and um, the obviously the on-call all the time and and absolutely I I don't think that training an intern should be keeping them awake for two days. Yeah. Now there were there was a goof up in this. Now I didn't capture capture this, but in the Wikipedia entry article on here, uh, when the interns are on the roof preparing the gurney for the incoming hol- helicopter, in one scene, in that scene, which where is which is Meredith's patient who's having the seizures, right? When when they're preparing the gurney, Izzy's face is bare. However, in the very next shot, it shows her in glasses. And the shot after that, she's not wearing them again. So that's a, just a little thing that that makes you say, "Oh, hold on." That that if you're a Lost fan, it makes you want to say, "We're gonna need to watch that again." Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, episode one was totally amazing. I I I can see now why people wanted to tune in for Grey's Anatomy a second time. And so with that, we're gonna move into the next episode discussion real quick and then we're going to go watch episode three yes we are and so the next episode stephanie what is it is the first cut is the deepest all righty is the probably the only episode that i've missed and i'll tell you as we go along but i'm pretty sure it is okay um 
It yeah. aired originally on uh, April 3rd, 2005, and it was dire- also directed by Peter Horton, and it was, again, also written by Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Stephanie, tell us what Wikipedia says about this uh, episode. Okay, two interns place their careers into jeopardy when they each do something they know they shouldn't. Um, when Meredith visits the maternity ward, she notices that a newborn is discolored and otherwise looks unhealthy. Um, at looking at the After looking at the baby's chart, she feels that the baby may have a more serious condition than what the pediatric intern may think. Um, she mentions this to Preston, who eventually performs surgery on the baby. Preston scolds her for stepping outside of her territory. <clears throat> okay, and Izzy has to help a Chinese woman who came into the hospital with a few minor cuts. However, the Chinese lady doesn't speak English, so Izzy has a difficult time communicating with her. The lady motions for Izzy to come outside with her, where she meets the child of the lady who has much more a much more serious condition. She, since the child does not have a green card, she is afraid that she will go to jail. Uh, Izzy takes some materials from the hospital uh, to uh, to the girl and fixes her wounds. Alex is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Alex is reassigned to Miranda, um, who has him shadow Christina for the shift. Alex and Christina have to deliver lab results to patients. George is working the code team, and most of his patients die, which puts him into a depressed state. And as, I mean, again, he he probably would be a great postal mm-hmm. worker at this point. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That's what I, he says. Now I, get I, this. I, I, Go I, ahead. Okay. The, the, I'm sorry. The, I mean, they get their, they get all of their medical um, stories from, you know, the news or the internet. <coughs> Excuse me. From what I understand, none of them are made up. Okay. Anyway, a rape victim is admitted admitted to Seattle Grace upon surgery. The doctors discover that she bit off her attacker's penis. Ingenious. Okay, Stephanie says ingenious. Uh, let's see here. Since Meredith identified the penis, she has to watch over it until the police come to take it into evidence. Which, you know, the thing that they said was... Um, did she say? I did. Did he say identify or did he? Because Preston is the one who returned it or uh, removed it from the body. So shouldn't Preston have been the one to? No, guard it's it all day? Wh- whoever took it in in in. Uh, I don't know. It, it, regardless, she had to carry right. around a penis all, all day, day long. And 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 so she's in Shonda there. Rhimes so, so, obviously <laughs> likes to use the term penis a lot. So that well, if that's, you listen to their to a podcast a couple weeks ago about that, the vagina about the vagina and you know there's all this you know what's the word this Hoopla? taboo you know thing that you can't say vagina but you can say penis over and over again yeah you know now had that been the other way around that they would have had to edit this show like crazy do you remember there used to of course you don't remember uh, but there <laughs> my Thanks, babe. my young wife uh, there used to be this show called Trapper John MD. Yeah, don't remember that. Yeah, exactly. But I remember they wanted to do an. Ep- I remember Hoogie, Doogie Howser. Hoogie Howser. I'm tra- I'm trying to breathe. I know, babe. Do your breathing. Uh, but they they had the show Trapper John MD, and I remember uh, they wanted to do a scene one year at, that showed the guys at some kind of party, and they were going to show the guys in their underwear or their. <gasps> In their boxers, but the network <coughs> televisions would not allow it. And here, those in, were the days. Here in episode two of Grey's Anatomy, they yeah. they've already got Christina in her bra. 
So yeah. well, it, in episode one, they almost showed Derek's behind when she pulled almost the doesn't count. Well, yeah, I know, but okay. anyway. So since Meredith identified the penis, she has to watch it until the police come to take it into evidence. Um, the attacker eventually comes to the hospital, but is detained by the police after he recovers from his surgery. Um, after talking with Dr. Weber, Preston realizes that both he and Eric were promised the job of chief surgeon upon Dr. Weber's retirement. Um, Dr. Weber says to Preston had the that Preston had the job in the bag, but various things, such as doing only what is asked of him and having a cocky attitude, have changed his mind. Okay, now this is something that I find very interesting in light of what I've just recently seen with the chief announcing his retirement coming up. And, I mean, he's promised it to Burke. He's promised it to Derek. And now you got McSteamy thinking he's in the run. I don't understand that. And and don't give me any indication of what's going to come up between episode three and all the way up to where we are now. Why, why McSteamy? I mean, it seems to me like it's been promised to two people. It's got to be between those two people. But now you've got Addison wanting it. You've got McSteamy wanting it. And 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 you still got Preston and Derek fighting over it, and so I, that makes no sense to me. And I apologize for all you seasoned Grey's Anatomy fans out there. I'm going to learn why the the other two, or Stephanie says no, I'm not going to learn why. No, they just learned that it was open, and so they started to go for it. I mean, you haven't seen anything, even though it's been promised to two people. Even though it's been the, promised to why two people. in season three, just in this most recent episode, why have have these two not said, hey? You guys are McSteamy and Addison. I don't know. Why you guys are completely out of the run because it's been promised to both of us. Why hasn't Richard said that? Yeah, you know, it's between these two guys. Yeah, I, when, and in all essence, he wants to give it to Bailey, but he can't yet. Why not? Because she's only a resident; she has to be an attending first. Ah, okay. She's low That's person what on I the totem pole. Okay, absolutely. So, um, after talking with Doctor Weber, no, we read that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, well, anyway, it was an excellent episode, and the music in these show in this show is absolutely wonderful. They have the best soundtrack. Yeah. The only thing I hate about it is I can't come here and share the clips with you because it's all uh, protected (laughs) by the RIAA, and Cliff does not want to be sued, so we won't be playing any music from the show here. However, the first cut is the deepest is a reference. Uh, that refers to the song, the, f- the first cut is The Deepest by Cat Stevens, which also has been covered by Rod Stewart, Sheryl Crow, among other musicians. Yep. Now, in this goo- in this episode, uh, there are some goose. It says here that throughout the episode, the color of Christina's hair clip changes. It goes from <laughs> bright yellow to dark brown and back to bright yellow in the span of one scene. So that I mean now of course we only bring those I I think that those are only in there just to point out something right. for you to just check into a lot of people like to to point out inaccuracies in, in some things and just show where they've obviously overlooked some things uh, in the production of the show which I think is cool uh, I don't think it's anything to be overly upset about or anything like that but anyway that's where we are right now Stephanie is introducing me into this world of Grey's Anatomy. Special thanks goes out to my sister Jessica Lilly, who has uh, graciously lent out her season one DVD set to us. Her unopened. I I I still I feel really bad about opening. I think I'm going to have to take it to her and say, "Please open this," and then I can go watch them. Her unopened season two. I box feel really set. bad about opening it. 
And so we really thank Jessica for allowing us Absolutely. to borrow these. And uh, we want to th- thank you, say thank you to Kim for graciously allowing Stephanie and I uh, to come here and do this little in-between-the-episodes catch-up of of how Cliff is coming along and understanding Grey's Anatomy, which may be something that's interesting for a lot of seasoned fans to come back here and hear these episodes uh, as they're coming through. So anyway, that's all we're going to share right now. We'll be back with some more of these uh, getting caught up on uh, Grey's Anatomy podcasts in the future. Stephanie's going to go get something to drink for her horrible cough and uh you can catch our podcast the Grey's anatomy fan podcast actually it's not our podcast it's stephanie's podcast with her co-host kim from uh indiana they do a live show after at 10 15 p.m eastern time following every single episode that's newly released on abc so uh if you want to learn how you can participate in that go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com that's generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on the button that says GSPN Live Shows. If you're enjoying our show or if you have some comments that you'd like to share about what we're doing here with the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, please send your emails to podcast at ravenscraft.org. That's podcast at ravenscraft, R-A-V-E-N-S-C-R-A-F-T dot O-R-G. And until next time, thank you very much for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you soon.